Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Sound Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Sound Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album versus album. The King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Bowl. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for those who love politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast, and the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and the Laughcast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. You say last week's show, you need to specify what aired last week or what we shot last week. Yes, what aired right. last week. Right, yes, thank you. Yes. Well, see, actually, you weren't here last week, and, and Nate was, so that's why you're a little confused. Yes. Because you had a little headache. Yes, I did, and fuck you. You had coronavirus. <laughs> you little bitch. Whatever. I'm not the one that shaves my head to hide the fact that I'm ginger because I'm afraid of society. I, I am not. <laughs> yeah, well, you have fun down there burning in hell <laughs> with your no soul. I don't, I'm not a ginger pride. It's time for Rat Salad Review with your hosts, Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Nate Lander.
Today we are here to discuss our least favorite album covers. But not Sorry. essentially least favorite albums, just the covers that suck. That is correct, sir. Yeah, both. Some of these albums I actually do like. So. Oh yeah, same here. They just have shitty album covers. Oh, definitely. Who wants to go first? Nobody Not me, ever. because I'm one short, actually. Um, I don't mind over. I'm at last. I just have to resolve the fuck. I thought I'd Alright. Go ahead, Lou. Number six. Alright, all right, well, first of all, Go before back. I start with the top six, I'm just going to give an honorable mention. And I love honorable this. Honorable mentions last, Lou. For Christ's sake, don't you watch the other episodes? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do honorable mentions. And before you've mentioned all the other ones. All right, fine. I will start with my number six worst album cover. And uh, this is a band that I love. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Richie Blackmore. Love everything that he's done with uh, Rainbow and Deep Purple, even the not popular stuff. But there was one album that he released with, uh, with Deep Purple, with Jolyn Turner as the lead singer. Great album. I, the worst I album disagree. Cover. That's okay. I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, it was it was Deep Rainbow to me, but I still enjoyed it. But I'd have to give number six to Deep Purple's 1990 album Slaves and Masters. Uh, I just thought that the album complete the album cover completely missed the point of the album itself. I'm looking at it now. Oh, Terrible not cover. Not that bad. See everybody. Uh, it was pretty bad when my my physics teacher in high school. I actually went to go see Deep Purple at the Beacon in 97 and bought me that shirt. Oh. <laughs> and I looked at it, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so, yeah, no. No love for me for, as an album cover. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really have anything to do with the title, really, I guess. It's kind of I strange. don't like the cover I'll, I'll, of the record. Yeah, I think the whole thing's ill thought out. I'm not a Deep Purple fan, so... Well, the one good thing about the tour was that they actually brought back Coverdale era songs. Uh, yeah, they didn't. Joe Lynn Turner never needed to sing for Deep Purple, though. Well, hey, him and Ian Gillen couldn't stand each other. I don't know how they feel about each other now, but that was at a point where he just said either he's not out or I'm out, and he got Joe Lynn Turner in. The other yeah. band members couldn't get along with him, even though. 
uh, you know, if you watch uh, video footage of them on YouTube when they opened with Burn, which a lot of people were happy about. I mean, I like Jolyn Turner as a vocalist. Um, you know, I don't think he's the greatest singer, but for what he does, he's good. Um, he's not the right singer for Purple, even though I did like the album. But, you know, doesn't take away from the fact that the album covers shit. So. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> terrible. Nate, number six, you ready? Yeah, reinventing the steel. God damn it. What is oh, that yeah. fucking Photoshop? That one is shitty. Ugh. That one is pretty bad. Vulgar display of power was so great. What did they do to that? <laughs> that this album is, is still pretty fucking cool. I like this album. I like every and it, Pantera album and then, that's set from 1990 to the end. And I like power metal, too. And then they they uh, like bleeped out the beer in the guy's hand as well. Right, which is Pantera. Yeah, it just did not make any sense to me, that cover at whatsoever. This is not even the only Pantera album on this list. Just, just, yeah, they, well, they do have some bad ones. And, and there's not one picture of Steel in the whole thing, which makes, no. sense. again, no sense. Wow. <laughs> How do you go from Southern Trendkill to that? I mean, Southern Trendkill, I thought, had a uh, great album cover. It's just a rattlesnake. I fucking love Far Beyond Driven with the fucking screw in the head. Oh, I thought you were going to say the butthole. I don't like the butthole <laughs> one as much, to be honest. Yeah, you do. It's funnier on Typo Negative's Origin of the Feces. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if we ever do top 666 live albums, that will be ranked in the top three. Even though it's not even a real live album. It's true. Nah. That is, that, is a good, that is a good idea. We will do that one live one. Greg. Number six. Artillery second album, Terror Squad. Ah, oh, the only one I own. Love the record, but it always really bothered me that it looks like a uh, fourth grader's art drawing that was not colored in all the way. Yeah, it yes. looks awful. It's the only artillery <laughs> so album bad. I own. Is the it's only so one. Yeah. Dude, it's that one of their terrible. best records, Oh, yeah. Too. I mean, it's it's an awesome thrash album, but that's just oh, yeah. such a terrible. I sh- I should have uh, brought the. It was paint by uh, numbers for street cred. I sh- right. They let the guy from Suicidal Tendencies draw it <laughs> freehand after they all killed a case of beer. Is that supposed to be a mouse or a rat? Yes, at the bottom, big Think rat. Look at this. There's a rat on that cover. I, sh- I should have brought out the uh, record with me so you could see it in its 12 by 12 glory. <laughs> right on the cover, there's a doctor sticking a needle into the rat. Uh-huh. And there's police. This predicted the coronavirus. <laughs> Artillery predicted the I coronavirus. Think it's, uh, I think it's more just a comment on how sheep-like and stupid human society is as a whole and this pretty much always happens anytime there's something like this going on. Nope. Predicted the coronavirus. I just said it. I thought it was a bat, yeah. not a rat. You're right. It was a bat. I'm wrong. <laughs> I waited till it was finished, so. <laughs> it's April Fool's, sure. Lou. Uh, Although when this comes out, it won't be April Fool's. Our top 666 is... <laughs> <laughs> my number six 
Balls to the walls. Oh, who wants to look at a worst. Ha- it is of theirs. Yes, it is. I mean, look, who wants to look at a hairy guy's leg? It's still better than looking at Brian Johnson. But Brian Brian Johnson did not have uh, his hairy leg on an album. Oh, but just but just looking at him, I think of this. Look at that. Look, look at yeah, that. That, that, that definitely is. Cover. Yeah, that definitely is their worst album cover. Yeah, I'm gonna accept. I can say that. Yeah, they could have. They could have put like he's got the ball in his hand. They could have put like the uh, instead of his leg, they could have put a, a, a building, and they could have put a wrecking ball going into the building, like they kind of did on the video. But no, what the fuck does his leg have to do with anything? What, you know, there's other yeah. albums like um, uh, the Motley Crue album that's got the you know the pants, and then you got uh, Bruce Springsteen that's got his mm-hmm. you know, bottom half on it. Was this released around that same time? I don't know. Uh, this was 82. 84. 84. 84. Was 84? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, 82 was Russell's and Wild, I think. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So was that like the big thing in 84? Everybody's putting like their legs on the front cover? Well, well no, I... I mean, that's styled of its time, just the early 80s in general, but I wouldn't single out 1984 specifically. It's very strange. Ugly album cover. Good album, though very good album yeah great album i love that it's like their british steel yeah little number five all right number five so again another band that i grew up loving particularly the original lineup and even everything up until they took their makeup (laughs) off in 1983 i thought they still had some good stuff not the Okay, so it's Kiss. I mean, I'm a yeah. Kiss fan. <laughs> when you said make up 1983, I knew it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I love what? Kiss. It's, it's not music that is meant for, you know, intellectuals, but it doesn't have to be. It's fun. It's rock and roll. It's good stuff. Um, but I was thinking about it, and it, it's funny. Like, I know that um, Ralph talks about how much he hates uh, Crazy Nights, mm. and... I actually do like that album. I do too. So the one that I'm gonna go with is probably hot. It, not probably. It's definitely. It's hot in the shade. Really? I thought the I thought the album cover was stupid. I was just like, okay. So not only did I not understand the purpose of putting out a demo album of 15 songs that never got properly mixed or mastered, but then you put this stupid album cover of a Sphinx with sunshades on it. It's like, okay, hot in the shade, uh, very funny, you know? I mean, it just, it. Uh, my main reason for hating it, because it was no effort or thought put behind it. Yeah, I hate that whole record. I don't mind the record, and I don't mind the I album don't, cover either. Don't it's hot it. in the shade, it's, it's hot in Egypt, and he's wearing shades, cool himself off. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind the album cover, and I like, there's a very... Um, there's quite a few songs in there I like. No, the only good song on the King whole of record Hearts? Is, King of Hearts is, a good song. is Hide Your Heart, and Ace Hide Freely did a better cover of it. So Molly Hatch just... too. Yeah. And Forever's on his album. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah whatever. Well, another well, another lip service radio power ballad. And hmm. what are you going to tell me? It saved glam metal or something in 1989? No, not at all. Because it fucking did, and it was just another average Kiss ballad. <laughs> Why do you gotta be so Which mean is the that? only kind of ballad Kiss is even Because! I, I, I'm so sick of hearing <laughs> oh, about God. this record like it's a lost it's classic. It isn't. 
There's a reason revenge was such a kick in the ass to them and such a hey, kisses back. It's because this album sucks and they cut their nuts off when they did Crazy Nights, although that does have a couple okay songs on it. I mean, if I really wanted to go technical, I probably would have said uh, Carnival of Souls, but I like that album, and considering the reason why they released it, because those songs leaked out, and it was just like, wait a minute, we got to you released this album so that this way we could capitalize off it. Granted, yeah. it was probably one of the few, one of the two Kiss albums that didn't win gold up until that time, that and The Elder. But, you know, at least the reason for them putting just the four members at the time on that album cover releasing out was just to say, look, here, you want to buy it, here it is. But, right. you know, um, and, and, and it pains me to put Hot in the Shade on there because Eric Carr is my favorite drummer in Kiss. So... You know, yeah, he's the oh, best drummer. Yeah. And it's a shame that that's the album that he went out with. Yeah. I think he deserved better as a member. <laughs> I think he deserved better as a member through the whole time he was in Kiss. Really? Oh, yeah. They, I think anyone really who had to put up with Gene deserves more credit as a member. <laughs> yeah. you know, after reading Paul well, Stanley's book, I don't think it's Gene. I think it's Paul. I think it's both of them. I fuck think Gene. It, yeah. No, uh, fuck Gene. Gene yeah, represents everything with wrong me. with rock and roll. I like Gene. I don't know. No. I did love Lick It Up, though. Lick It I Up is an up. awesome album. Mm-hmm. I like when Yo Williams is um, an album. A- a- Animalize is good, too. Uh, Asylum sucks, except for like two songs. And same with Crazy Nights. There's a couple Kulik Pen tracks on there, like uh, No, No, No. And. I forget what the other song is off the top of my head, but both of those are pretty good. And then yeah. I, li- I like Carnival of Souls a lot because that was a very Bruce-driven album, and I don't think he gets enough credit, and he had some really good ideas. But um, Crazy Nights does have so much crap on it, though. I mean, if it's hard to say for some people what Kiss's worst song is. But I think everybody just needs to stand up and universally recognize that it's my way from Crazy Nights. <laughs> I, like I would say it's a tie between that and the song Crazy Crazy Nights. I'm just not a big fan of songs with repetitive choruses. Well, that are, and on top of it, like even with Forever, during that couple year period, everything is just so bland and poppy and faceless. It's like, hey, you know, we pretended a little bit before, but now we really want you to know we're only in it for your money. <laughs> right. But wait, to piggyback on what you were saying, though, uh, I, I do love power ballads. I mean, Scorpions is one of my favorite bands. I mean, you can't get more... Scorpions is cool. You can't get more... Love Scorpions. Mil- Klaus Mine can sing. Yes. Can't get more milk in the power ballad thing dry than the Scorpions, but right. um, you think for you say forever was a good song. Personally, I think Reason to Live is a better song, but that's just my opinion. I like that one too. That one's a good one. The They're video great. really almost basically the same song except yeah. for the acoustic intro on Forever. Yeah, I mean they follow the same exact rhythm line, and the model in uh, Reason to Live was. Uh, very attractive. Yeah, she was. Now, I think that's a better song than Forever, though, actually. Um, 
at least re- at least reason to live sounds a little bit like kiss and has a little bit of that kiss energy For, forever just sounds so automatic and faceless i just never have cared for that song funny, funny enough though according to paul stanley um apparently he tried to write that with michael bolton and he said michael oh, bolton no wonder bolton didn't contribute anything to the song no really what a shocker I'm not surprised that Paul Stanley would go that route because he's really downplayed the role of a lot of people that have added to not just his success but Kiss's success. Right. Say it's what you want about Vincent. I mean, like you know, when it comes to you know keeping promises and you know um, disposing of deceased canines in a proper way. Vinnie Vincent lacks in a lot of departments. <laughs> he's a whack. He's a whack job, but he saved Kiss's ass. I oh, agree. Yeah. I agree. Everyone in Kiss is a fucking whack job. Yeah, yeah favorite, but Vinnie Vincent agree on. takes so the out of touch cake. with humanity. Yeah. Like they're so, t- they're so out of touch with humanity. Well, it's, it's, like, it's like I've spoken about in my podcast when when you, when you're a band that came from the '70s and you have everything done for you. And you're in a position where you're signed to a label, you have management, you have accounts, you have all these uh, things that people do for you. And you have an empire. It's hard. It's very hard to break out of that mentality. Right. I mean, I just saw a recent video of Noel Gallagher from Oasis talking about how he has to make his own tea now because he says he can't afford to pay someone to make him his tea. Oh my God! Reality, the fucking Wonderwall guy. <laughs> yes, Jesus that guy. Christ! As if he ever wrote a good song. Well, he did. Hey. Paul McCartney and Sid Vicious, and <laughs> you know that this line was said in 1971 about something like that, and it still rings true today. Gil Scott Heron said it. Rat bit my sister Nell, but Whitey's on the moon. There you go. First world problems. Fuck him. Let him make hey. his own tea. <laughs> right. Rich piece of shit. Night number five. <laughs> Motorhead. Overnight sensation. Yeah, I can see why. Ooh, Lemmy looks yeah, fucking okay. weird without mutton chops or sideburns. What the fuck? Ah. And I don't want to. Lo- I don't want a close up on the self reputed ugliest band on the planet. <laughs> that cover right there. There you it's go. Fucking, it's not great. Not it's definitely Motorhead's worst album cover. It's a very valid point. <laughs> it's not an awful album. It's a listenable no. album. It's not a no. Great album. It's just a terrible <laughs> cover. Yeah, Which, it's really not great. Nate, it's funny that you mentioned that though, because at one point, you know, Lemmy got so much flack for hiring uh, Mickey uh, as the drummer since the last oh, man Mickey's that he was great. before that. Oh, no, he's an amazing drummer, but, yeah. you know, a lot of people, you know, at the time remembered him as the drummer on Don Doc and Solo album. So, like, oh, you're going to hire that poser drummer. I'm like, did people forget that he played for King Diamond before he Did uh, people forget that Don Lemmy's Don. standard is the gold standard? Lemmy's not going to hire a shitty musician. Even Brian Robertson was good. I can't believe they didn't play Ace of Spades on that tour. Really? I looked at I looked at the entire set list from the... Um, Another Perfect Day uh, tour. Ace of Spades is not played on any show with Brian Robertson. Wow, that's shocking. Yeah, because uh, Brian did not care for that song. 
Who bet you care for the hit song? I am from Finn Lizzy. Look at me. Fucking oh, hell. What a fucking I love Lizzy, though. I, I love Lizzy. The best fucking albums they did was I agree. a perfect day. Yeah, yeah, but like being too good for the band's music. Like <clears throat> fucking cocksucker. God Dude, damn. I don't care because he played a lot of their bluesier stuff that they usually wouldn't play. So, I don't know. They played plenty of great bluesy stuff with Phil Campbell. I like Phil Campbell. I just really like that album and tour, but um, I like Wurzel too. Yeah, they're not bad, but I love Fast Eddie. Another Perfect Day is definitely better than Orgasmatron, I have to say. That is a good album. Oh, I love the function. I have a confession, though. Uh, but yes, Greg. Fast Eddie is the best. We all know this. Yes, no, I'm Phil or- Campbell. Orgasmatron was my first Motorhead album that I ever listened to, and uh, I, I hold the torch for it. I do love that album. It's not an awful album. Eh, it's okay. I'd like it better if the drum sound wasn't so awful. But, right. Uh, you know, that's mid-'80s drum sounds for you. But um, I think... I mean, we- I, I like it. I don't hate it. I just definitely not their best record. Right. Nice, and well, I mean the the production was crappy because I think Lemmy even admitted that uh, the producer that worked on that album was mostly known for doing like electro band, uh, like well, what they call in Britain electro bands, but what we mm. refer to as like techno hip hop bass type bands. Mm. So, right. Lemmy admitted that the production album, especially the drums, was crap. But oh, I, yeah. I love the songs on it, though, anyway. Interesting. Greg, number five. Uh, Saint Times End. Uh, not, not the best or most popular album in the world, but uh, I like it. But I hate this cover. I mean, the, the fur on the dog's heads looks like strands of spaghetti. <laughs> oh, we'll get into fur. See, yeah, that is pretty shitty. Yeah, I mean, it just it looks wow. terrible. Yeah, it does not belie the quality of the music contained within. But <laughs> what is that? Like, <clears throat> it's cats. What the hell is that? I always thought they were dogs. I mean, I never really looked too deep into it. Like dogs or a wolf or something. No, it's no. it's it's drawn so badly. It's hard to tell what they are. Wow. That's ugly. That is a good one. You're picking some good ones, I must say. Thanks. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with one. It's not the original cover, but this was a really stupid idea. Another Kiss album, Creatures mm-hmm. of the Night. Oh, they re- the 85 cover? Yeah. Yep. Reissued. No sense whatsoever. Man, that's no a sense. horrible thing he's wearing. I know. And and it's got Bruce Kulick on here. He's not even in this fucking album. Like, why? I don't know why they did this. So stupid, and uh, I, it's funny because when I, I bought this in a um, uh, like a gas station, like a stop uh, along like um, like main what? main high on the way to like Pennsylvania, or whatever. What the hell you call those gas station stop places? Um, rest stops. Rest stops. Rest stops. Yes. What rest stops, stops. Yes, stops sell CDs though? This is back in like 1997. They all did. They all did. Yep. Okay. So I was flicking through them, and I found this data. I'm like, oh, shit, I better get this. And I never knew this was not the original cover until, like, you know, way, it way later. It, is, it isn't even the original music. It's got a bunch of re-recorded parts and remixed songs. Really? 
Yep, it sounds totally different from the actual original 1982 album. I never noticed that. I'll have to uh, listen now. I, 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 have, I have both, but so I never really noticed. But Best drum sound ever recorded by Eric Carr, though. It is. I Even though it's a little odd because the bass drums must not have any pillows or anything inside to muffle the sound. And it's just like, you know, big room kind of sound to it. It's It's kind of weird. But it's cool. It fits with this music in this um, this album. It's funny because uh, a year after that album came out, uh, Wasted, Pete Way, uh, his debut album with the band Wasted, uh, mm-hmm. Vices. Vices. Similar yeah. technique on that drum recording. Different producer. I listened to the original re- uh, mixes of it because that's available on iTunes. And the drums, what happened was they were recorded very low. So in the final mix, what they did was they just, I think they just must have raised them up on the uh, on the mixing board, and that's why they sound as big as they do on the final product. So that's probably what they did on um, on Creatures of the Night as well, but added to what you said about maybe not putting any pillows in yeah. the bass drums. But I love that freaking drum tone yeah, that he has cool. on it. It fits with that album. You know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, with the original album cover, Ace is not on the album. Right. But he's on oh, the album cover. That's right. I didn't realize that. But it's still a better album cover than this one. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot better. Lou, number four. Number four. Well, actually, my number four is Nate's number six, Reinventing the Steel. Oh. <laughs> and Tara. So. so you can skip me now. All right. We'll skip Lou. Uh... Nate, number four. Another Pantera album, Metal Magic. Oh, this is Pantera's worst album cover. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Everything about this album cover is eighth grade notebook. Flash it, Wayne. (laughs) Flash it. Oh, yeah. Gay eighth grade notebook. It's fucking Thundercats. Yeah. It looks more like a He-Man villain to me, but... (laughs) It does. It looks like something Adult Swim would parody. Yeah. Johnny the Sea Otter on every Riot album cover is more balls than that thing. That I have later, <laughs> oh, actually. Okay. I don't know. I'd, t- I'd take a 12-foot cat with a shitty sword over a stupid sea otter any day of the week. I don't even know if it's a sea otter. I don't know what that thing is. But I, 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 love we'll Riot. I love it. I love that band. So. Why they pick that character, I don't know. But um, I don't know. I can't consider these Pantera albums like real uh, real albums. I don't know. They, they're like, they're kind of thrown together, yeah. Yeah, because all the other album covers are drawn... Power like, metal. Kind of, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say that any of them are thrown together besides Metal Magic, because if you really look at their history and read about how Daryl approached everything, he had a definite idea and how he wanted to do things on each record, and it doesn't really fully come together the way it should until I Am the Night and Power Metal, but those are great albums. Right. And, and then those are in help, too. Yeah. And those are definitely. Fo- well, the only thing wrong with I Am the Night yeah, is just Terry Glaze's vocals. He's just right. not, not a good singer. But um, the, the first two, Wayne, I kind of get what you're saying. Projects in the Jungle, Metal Magic, they, they kind of like demo albums basically but i am the night and power metal were definitely real records yeah power metal yes i i 
I even own that one. So, you know, though, got to give it up to Don because uh, you know he oh, yeah. was the one that people you know flock to to uh, see those shows, and the fact that they did everything on their own between Ryan. Yeah, because Vinny was Vinny not a great drummer yet. Yeah, so you know, Dime is definitely the um, the reason. I don't know. I just put him on a pedestal. Can't help it. I kind of see him as like the thrash incarnation of Black Sabbath. You know, it's a four-piece band. They're each playing very different parts at times. And, you know, Dime's like not your typical kind of guitar player of that style, you know? And especially Vinny on drums. Vinny is not a typical thrash drummer. I see Pantera as mainly a thrash band, and for, at least in the 90s. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I don't think any of it sounds like thrash outside of Cowboys from Hell. That's straight up groove metal, man. Rise, or fucking fuck hostile. You call it. Sludge or what? God, I hate fucking hostile. I hate that. I love that song. What? Fucking terrible, dude. What? Dude. Come on. It's just it's just trailer trash aggression music. I Yes. That is a good song. It's Greg number it's four. Awful. Strength beyond strength as well. Fuck yes. Number four, uh, Rogue Mail, First Visit. Never even heard of that. Uh, they're, they're a heavy metal band, kind of, uh, I don't know, really just generic heavy metal, but uh, the, the album's pretty good, but the cover looks like a cheap knockoff of the Terminator with a mullet. Yeah, and, that's uh, exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, here it is. Raise. Oh, it's, wait, that reminds me of Razor Shotgun Justice. Oh, there you go. There you go. It yeah, looks like the... it, it looks very similar to Shotgun Justice. <laughs> <laughs> looks, looks like the, uh, Shotgun Justice, also a great album. Yeah. Looks like oh, the love that record. Looks like looks David like the Bowie cover of a Bruno Mattei movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it really looks like the Terminator's bastard son with a mullet. <laughs> it looks like uh, what the hell's the guy from Tiger King? Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, yes, pre- Joe Exotic. <laughs> pretty good album, though. Uh, good riffs, some pretty good catchy songs, but just a terrible album cover. That is pretty bad. Shame. Hey, man, they were all on a budget. They were spending all the money in the studio. So that, yeah, the thing is, though, that uh, that was on Electra. And I mean, they put a pretty decent amount of marketing behind it. I can't believe they uh, <laughs> chose that as the cover. Mm. Uh, my number four, Metallica, Death Magnetic. That's not Death what? Magnetic. What? Metallica, Hardwired to Self Destruct. Oh my God! Sorry, you fool. <laughs> I'm half awake here. I'm That's trying to speed the show along. Pick. That was my number one. Oh, is pick. it really? I should. I read fucking your list. hate this album cover. So do I. It just uh, makes absolutely no sense. It's awful, I was... and it's a good album, too. Yes, it's it like, is. fuck, man, that's awful. Um, I always look forward to see what Metallica's covers are going to be, you know, because right. they usually have decent covers. Even, even, even like St. Anger Reload. is a good album cover. I think so, too. I like that album cover. It fits that St. period Anger of time. It's a way beats, better album it's... cover than this. Yes, exactly. But when it came out with this thing, it just makes no fucking sense. I know what it is. It's all their faces on J. Yeah, Tenfield's but it doesn't whatever. look good. No, it doesn't look good at all. It's terrible. Fucking no. I garbage. like the glitched out logo though. The glitched out logo looks cool. Yes, the glitched out logo is awesome. But they sell shirts with this logo on, with the heads and stuff. It looks so stupid. Who wants to buy it? Yeah. 
No, it's. I don't want to buy uh, it. At least I like the fourth member <clears throat> stuff, as cringy as it is. Yeah, garbage. Lou, number three. Number three. Let's see. Well, another one of my favorite bands. Wayne, I know you love this band too. Uh, so happy when um, one of the best guitar players in that band came back to the lineup, which is Adrian Smith and Bruce Dickinson, of course. And as much as I like a couple of the songs on this album, it's one of the worst freaking album covers I've ever seen. Iron Maiden's Dance of Death, the original pressing. And it pains me because you could tell that they rushed production on this album cover because the original artist said that he never completed rendering the graphics for it. Yes, and you can tell because every goddamn person... Someone's missing an arm there. <laughs> yes, missing an arm. Everybody except for Eddie looks like shit. Yeah, Eddie, looks, Eddie looks cool. And what's yeah. you said as a new version of this? There is a new version of it where it's just Eddie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I would that would have even made more sense. It would have been a lot better with just Eddie on the cover. Yeah. It just oh god. I, I mean it's it, that's got probably one of my favorite maiden songs on it, Passchendaele. Oh, my favorite and, thing. That yeah, is a great song. Admit, the neck on this fucking thing here. What neck? The neck on this creature, <laughs> this person. It's like it goes this way and that way. It's all bendy. Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> this makes yeah. no sense. You see it? Yeah. It's also my number three, so <clears throat> Lou and I actually have that one the same. That's Very it. cool. Yeah, that looks fucking awful. That's about the only time I actually grabbed the Maiden album that was new and saw the cover and said, what? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) But yeah, it does have good songs. I mean, I do like this album. A lot of people don't. It's not awful. I hear a lot of people hate this album. It's nothing compared to um, Brave New World, but it's still better than like Matter of Life and Death. Oh, yeah, it's better than A Matter of Life and Death. I still liked it. Um, I I went to that tour, actually, and Wildest Dreams and all that. Real cool to see them do it live. Yeah. Good songs. For the Greater Good of God has actually become one of my uh, most listened to Maiden songs at this Mm -hmm. point. And it's funny because the concert in Nassau Coliseum, uh, that was one of the times I saw Maiden, and somebody had a sign in the... uh, in, in, in the audience, it said "Play Classics." That was the one that Bruce went in and grabbed the sign and ripped it up. Oh, <laughs> dude! And uh, I remember, like, I actually stepped outside to go smoke a cigarette, and somebody was yelling at me. They're like, oh, "I don't get it, man. They're not playing like Power Slave or anything off somewhere in time. I don't want to hear this new shit. I want to hear the classic stuff." I'm like, "Do you ever got to think that maybe they got bored of playing the classic stuff every tour?" And he's like. Oh, yeah, man, you probably have a good point about that. I'm like, oh, God, moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't talk to people at concerts. Only, yeah, problem I I, only problem I ever have with that is, what if it's someone's first Maiden show? Well, that's why at least Maiden, it's like, you know, when they release an album, See? they do a tour that supports the album, and then the next tour is one where they rely on their greatest hits. Right. So I would just say, like, wait like till the next the tour. Yeah. Yeah, here's my thing about that whole argument, though. I mean, pretty much 
the songs they pick, even though they're from the newer albums, are good and sound good in concert, right. barring the A Matter of Life and Death tour. So even if it was somebody's first maiden show, I really don't think it would matter because they're still good songs and they'd still enjoy it. It's just not Aces High or... Right. You still want to hear a couple of the classics, you know? It's not one of those albums you want to see live either. Actually, we just we discussed this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I, I saw that at that same tour too. I was I was bored, but I didn't want to hear the classics. I don't have to hear the classics. I like newer stuff, you know. But that that album just got so many slow songs. It's just you know so. Long. Yeah, I, I didn't I, like that album. I I appreciated the concept behind that tour. Like I wasn't one of the people that said, uh, "Oh, it's a horrible idea." I said, oh, "I'll give it a shot." So it's not a horrible like, idea. Yeah. It's just really boring. Yeah. No, it's not really boring. The new album is boring. It's terrible. Really? You think Book of Souls is boring? You think to Book of worst. Souls is boring, but you don't think X Factor is boring? The worst maiden album, Book of Souls. X Factor, no, is, X Factor awesome. is the worst maiden album. Book of Souls is better than Virtual Eleven? Yes. yes of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go that far. Do I think I'm a savior? Do you think I can save you? Repeated 28 times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the clans. That's the only album that's good. The clansman's awesome. The clansman's better awesome. than Bruce though. So is Sign of the Cross. Yes, Sign of the Cross is awesome as well. Because uh, Blaze is lame. I love X Factor, so I'm 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 biased X-Factor towards that album. Is fucking lame. But I don't. I, I the Virtual Eleven in terms of the songs from it that are not popular. Uh, you know, like I love Future Real, I love Klansmen, but a lot of the songs on that album, uh, no. Uh, Wait, I would say for you. Well, you, I could you, say, you, yeah. You know uh, what bothers me the most about them two albums, though? Like people talk about, oh, I want to hear this in concert, or I want to hear that in concert. Fuck highlighting the Blaze Bailey albums in concert. If you want to do something yes. that's underrated that doesn't get picked up on enough, Paul let's Diano's do more right. somewhere in time. Yes. yes, Somewhere I'll, I'll in Time is my favorite Maiden album, so I'll agree with you. The only I'm problem with Somewhere in Time that. is they don't have enough to do the arrangement live. I'm dying to hear them do I it. I just want to hear Stranger in a Strange Land. Me again. too. More than Alexander the Great? Yes. Because Stranger mm-hmm. in a Strange yes. Land is they more of my favorite song. Would love they, to see Alexander the Great live. They, Even the up. title track. Mm. Title last time they did too. the title track was on okay. the tour for somewhere in time, and the last time they did uh, Stranger in a Strange Land was, I think, in '99 where they did the Ed Hunter tour, and they only had it for like the first six shows. Of and that that's tour. with Blaze Bailey. No, they did it during the Brave New Ed World tour, tour was with when Adrian came back. '99, yeah. yeah. Ed Hunter tour was with the no, Bruce. they, they, they did two tours in '99. One was with Blaze, and it was for Virtual oh, really? Eleven. But then, yeah, Bruce came back, and then they did the Ed Hunter tour. That was my first. No, Maiden because concert. Bruce Bruce came back to Maiden in February of '99, so Virtual Eleven actually ended fall '98. Oh, huh. I thought that ran into okay. The Ed Hunter tour was specifically for Bruce. Mm-hmm. I wasn't talking about the Ed Hunter tour. Blaze being on Eleven. that you at did. all? You, you, I, you, no, you did. I didn't. I said Virtual Eleven ran into '99, which I was wrong, but I didn't fucking say. He was on the Ed Hunter tour because he I know think. he wasn't. I wish a, a car would run into you. <laughs> I I swallow your soul. About love. I take that back because you're the world today. 
Speaking of hate, where's Uncle Saxon? No, just kidding. Hey, Uncle Saxon, what's up? <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my first Maiden uh, concert. Actually, my first concert ever was uh, Ed Hunter. Speaking of hate, my number three pick is Black Sabbath Born Again. Good segue. And Black what? Sabbath, you are better than this you with gotta... album covers. No, it's a great album, but the album cover is terrible. It's not even, like, a good red and blue. It's, like, the most jarring red and blue they could possibly do. It looks Um, like a Russian propaganda It's actually purple. It's not blue. It's bluish-purple. It's, it's, um, what do you call it? It's it's a pretty royal purple on the original album. Here, here's here's the purple one. It still doesn't look good. Ah! It is it bad, like but a Russian propaganda piece. It's it's kind of cool. I, I don't know. I, I, don't I know. love it. It looks like a Monty Python picture. I think it's great. Right. I don't yeah. want my Black Sabbath albums to look like that. Actually, Depeche Mode had the same picture on one of their singles. Oh, but, really? Yeah. So basically, they got that photo from a medical book, and all they did was just paint the baby red and give it devil ears and yeah. <laughs> Devil teeth, but I actually yeah. love that album cover because it kind of adds to the rawness of the production of it. I don't know, it just kind of fits. Yeah, I think so too. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of eye offending. Yeah, just like Tony Iommi's haircut on the back of the album. Just like your face on the show. <laughs> Everybody looked <laughs> best when they looked like that. Uh. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My number. What are we up to? Two. Thank three. Mm-hmm. No. I think it's your turn, Wayne. Number three. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I am number three. Oh, okay, number three. Did you do? But uh, okay, there you go. Gamma Ray. Sigh no more. Yeah, that's an awful album cover. You cannot get any uglier than that. Oh just... yeah, that one is. Oh no, my next one is a power metal album that's uglier. All right. Well, all they did was take a. Uh, uh, science class skeleton and put a suit on the fucking guy and had him dancing around on the album cover. So goddamn stupid. Put him in different poses. Worst album cover ever. They read well, it. Was that? Thank God. Um, 91. That explains a lot. <laughs> yes. But the, the, the cool thing is uh, when Kai Hansen left Gamma Ray, uh, you know, back at that time, you don't you didn't know where they went because there was no internet, so you couldn't find where like when when Kai Hansen left, where he was, what you he mean was when doing. He left he was, Halloween. When, yes, when he left Halloween. Um, when he left Halloween, he he was just gone. He just disappeared. You know, because there was no internet, there was no magazines or books saying anything about gamma ray whatsoever. At least not in the United States that I knew about. Well, they were on noise at the time, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that then, was um, predominantly European label. I don't think they had much American distribution. And then some friends from school went to a music store and they found a Gamma Ray album because they knew Kai Hansen, you know, went in that band now. And they brought that album cover. And it just reminds me of, you know, high school, you know, looking at that cover, even though it's fucking totally ugly. <laughs> Garbage. Is your child awake? Oh, you can hear that? Yes. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, mommy said I could do the podcast tonight, so it's okay. Oh, okay, good. All right, good. Awesome. Uh, Lou, number two. All right, number two. All right, I'm going to be real quick about this one because I know Wayne wants to speed it up. But right. why is my password not working? Fucking hell. All right. Okay, there we go. All right, so I actually like two songs from this album, 
and only two. And the reason why this is my second least favorite album cover is because it's fucking dumb. Uh, Cherry Pie by Warrant. Uh, yes. It's just so stupid. I hate Warrant. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's, it yeah. took me a minute to remember what it looked like, but yeah, I hate that cover too. <laughs> but the, the two songs on it that are good, I would say, would be Uncle, Con- Uncle Tom's Cabin and... Uh, Mr. Rainmaker. Those are the only two worthwhile songs on the album, in my opinion. And yeah. all due respect to Jerry, Jenny, Janie Lane, rest in peace. But I, just... mean, I feel bad for him if they had to write that song. Mm-hmm. I hated that song. Always hated, always hated them as well. I never... well yeah, I never cared for Warren as well. Mm-hmm. So making it easy. No, but I could be objective and say that they actually had two decent songs on that album. So. Well, Uncle Tom's Cabin and Mr. Rainmaker are two legitimately good songs, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, the first one, Dirty, Roddy, and Filthy, Stinking Rich, God, that's a terrible record. <laughs> uh, my friend always talks about Uncle Tom's Cabin, says that's one of the you know best albums they've done. I guess that's mm. like a con- concept album or something. No, oh, it was friend. just a song. It was track two, it's I just think. Just a song. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought there was an album called that. They were supposed to call it Cherry Pie Uncle Tom's Cabin. Oh. But again, label yeah. pressure forced them to re- record one more hit song, which is Cherry Pie, and then that's when they put yeah, the album cover out. Like he's just breaking down as he's explaining it. What? If you watch the Warrant interview about Cherry Pie. He's just absolutely breaking down mentally when he's explaining it. Yeah, that was the history of metal on VH1. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Nate, number two. Number two, Riot, Fire Down Under. God damn it, the band that brought you Thundersteel, which is a fucking gnarly album cover. Yes, what the f- stupid-ass sea otter doing on a Riot album? <laughs> Oh, I always thought God. it was an and owl. Too. You can't, yeah, you can't really tell like what the hell it is and what? why. Why? It's why? a good album. It is a good album. It's one of their more famous albums too. And Wayne, would you like it if you woke up in the morning and that's the first thing you saw when you woke up? Absolutely looking dead not. at you. No way. No. Great <laughs> album though. I, I never understood why does they have. Wait, what, Nate? It's a classic in, like, early speed power metal. Right. It's fucking great. I I just never understood why the otter head with a man's body. Your album cover should evoke what music you're trying to sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Was the man just wearing, like, an otter head? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, is it a costume? Pull that one up. What's that? it looks weird on Narita too by Riot. Oh, oh yes, of course. It yeah, does. pull that one up because then he's running too. He's you not know, running. He's um, this fucking thing. He's standing no. there like a... he's wearing like a sumo thong. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. A dishonorable mention for me here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. It looks like a gorilla it's... there. Like you can't even yeah. tell what that is. What the fuck? He looks like and, he's and... plopping. And the... Stop. And it's got the the airplane in the background, like it's still so stupid. Yeah. It looked better on the Rock City album because it was drawn. And the other thing too, they they never had a good looking logo either. I don't know. It didn't look awful on Thundersteel. It's just a, like a regular font logo, which is stupid. They had a good logo at at one point. 
um, I forgot what the hell the name of the album is, but it was like a cross on it or something, and that was a cool looking logo. But then they never went back to that. Sons of Society, I believe so. Mm. Good album. Greg, I don't know, Black Sabbath got it right on Master of Reality, and then they kept changing it. Yeah, I hate when bands change their logos. I mean, they find a cool one. Bloody split. Sabbath looks good too, though. Yeah, Greg number two. Uh, Fate's Warning Night on Brocken original cover. Good concept, very crappily executed. Looks like a junior high art student drew it. <laughs> Next, let's go. Uh, all right, am I, you want me to show it? Yeah, go ahead. No, it's not coming up fast enough. Of course, I went to fucking eBay. Night on Brocken, the little child cover. Yeah, it just looks so so bad. It's funny because that this little this guy here, the, the witch fine general guy, his head like is he's like he's an exorcist or something. <laughs> yeah. Shame because uh, that could be done a lot better. Um, actually, this oh, is the number one. Number two, digger. This is uh, oh, great the one with Donald the duck. duck. Yeah. yeah, stronger than ever. Donald uh, Duck meets the Terminator. <laughs> That's not Donald Duck. Uh, what was the? Um, Darkwing. They made a movie. No, not no, Darkwing. Gizmo Duck. Nope. Howard the Duck. Howard the Howard Duck. Duck. Howard the Duck. Yes, this came out when Howard the Duck was pretty, you know, famous at the time. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, and even worse is look at look how they looked in the back cover. This is Grave Digger. This is Grave Digger. Grave Digger. They, you know, they were a thrash band, and you know, the yeah. first few oh. albums. And then they went and did this album. It's totally glam rock, and it's just. Uh, I'm glad it's some they cool found. St- the... What? I'm glad they found the point. <laughs> yeah, it's got some cool songs on here, but if you're looking for a grave digger, it's just no. I wouldn't call it a thrash band. More like a metal church kind of thing. Yeah, metal church, but they were thrash. Their first album is very thrash. Yeah, so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, terrible, terrible album cover. Lou number one. What are we doing honorable mentions oh, after this? Honorable yeah. mentions. Yeah. All right, so honorable mention. And this is a band that I love. Well, Grew up one. listening to them. What? What's your number one? Oh, my number one? Okay. Again, a band that I love. I mentioned them before. But um, if there's one thing that I can admit to is that I am not a kitty diddler. And <laughs> I, I do not like seeing... Really disgusting album covers that turn on kitty diddlers. So my number one is the original cover of Virgin Killer by the Scorpions. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which also, by the way, the band had nothing to do with it. They were pretty horrified by the cover when they did eventually see it. Yeah, Uli that, that, that was done by their management, and that is actually their manager at the time's daughter. I'm sure she hates her father now. Yeah. Well, he had had to use the censor cover because nobody would agree uh, to give him a child model to do it. But he was like obsessed with having that as the cover. And Klaus had said they didn't understand it because even in the song, the theme of the album, they're clearly implying that time is the innocence killer, you know? It And they were like, it doesn't fit the concept, and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess they, I they mean, changed you know, it to that one, right? 
which is a better album cover. But they changed uh, it to the band. Yeah. I have the one. That's, that's the funny thing about the Scorpions, though, is that their albums, their album covers, evoke like a, a certain sexuality about them. I mean, love at first sting. Jesus. I can name them all for you. I mean, love at first sting. You got the you know the, the guy necking on the girl doing a tattoo on her leg of a scorpion. You got um, in trance where you could uh, in the original album cover you can actually yeah. see the girl's breast. Love drive. Need I say more? Animal magnetism. What's with the dog? <laughs> <laughs> Want the dog to watch? <laughs> I mean, who's the chick on that album cover? Linda Lovelace. I mean, come on. <laughs> third one mm-hmm. they have some really shitty covers uh germany they make weird i like them all but no, no way Nate, number ridiculous. one. Oh man number one was hardwired hardwired oh that's right greg number one uh metal tits by the oh, yes. huh? uh god i can't remember where they were from now i want to say new york but i'm not sure so, anyway no they album they were uh, Destination uh, Unknown by Phoenix Rain. No, just kidding. Uh, that one was cool. Uh, I like Death, Death Corpse metal metal tits. Yeah, I like it. That is, uh, that is so terrible. awful. Metal tit. That's some some tit. kid in in uh, kindergarten drew that one. That's um, awful. Tit. That's what it is. That's pretty what? funny. Actually, there's metal tit on it. Yeah, well, of course it does. Oh, it is funny, but it still looks awful. It's just right. one. It's just one. <laughs> That's why it's metal tit, not metal tits. Yeah. <laughs> My number one, Cage. Sorry, Sean Peck. Unveiled. Even he knows this is a bad album cover. Some some decent songs on here. This is the, their first album. So they're just starting to become Cage a little bit. Um, but good. yeah tour with Enforcer. That'd be fucking gnarly. That would be. But, uh, yeah. Just totally god-awful. Paint. This this album was probably done in paint. Uh, 1995. uh, I don't know. But that's my number one. Mm -hmm. Oh, can I change my number one? No. What? You're going to change it? Infinite by Stradivarius. No, fuck you. Fuck I don't know that album cover. That was on by Derek Riggs. Yeah, what's the matter with you? Fucking dolphins. Fucking dolphins. Fucking no. dolphins, dude. I like dolphins. I, you cannot change your... Well, it's because hardware was already taken, and so was reinventing the steel. So it's I'm like... Not, I'm not giving you that one because he is on our network. And I'm not doing that to my friend Tolkien. Hunting High and Low is a great song. So is it Millennium, is. so is Mother Gaia, so is... Uh, no, Mother Gaia sucks. I will fight you on that. Mother <laughs> Gaia is terrible. Come see me. Fisticuffs. <laughs> Mother Gaia sucks. No, I don't think so. It's a good I album. like it. Oh, I love that album. That's that's hey. my that's my Stradivarius Gateway album, so I love it. Oh, don't see. be jealous, Nate, because me and Lou... Are gonna join forces with Timo Talkie and do a live performance. What well, I am? Yeah. Can like you do Black Diamond as an album? Cool. That'll be cool with that. We'll try. I don't know uh, if I can play that fast anymore. 
My no. festival is made of mediocrity. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. you want to do your animal mentions? Don't have any. No I mean, prayer for the dying. The X Factor. No uh, prayer for the dying. Yeah, just because Eddie looks weird, but it's not its own fault. Mm. It's, yeah, they got it wrong. Yeah, D- Derek had originally drawn it for uh, a different way, and when they cut it down for the cover, they they fucked it up. It just it looks weird. It looks very confusing. Yeah, he looks yeah. Like, eh. like he looks like fucking weird. It's yeah. Um, Razor Shotgun Justice would have made the list if they didn't reissue it with a better album cover. For me, it's Terror by Loudness. Oh my god, yeah. And I love wow. that It's horrible. I haven't thought of that album in a long time, but yeah, you're right. That is a pretty bad one. <laughs> uh, what is it? Flick of the Switch by ACDC. Yeah, really? Terrible. Oh, I know what my mention was. Oh, yeah. That Loudness like cover is terrible. Wow. That, that is god awful. That Loudness cover. Cool. Ever seen Angus that. pulling oh, down that giant switch yeah. and it's embossed. You know, it looked kind of pops out at you. I do have one. I forgot about this one. I will get it in a second. Uh, I'm curious what you think of this one, Greg. <laughs> Both fans. Come on, come on. Ah, you bitch. Bear with me. Here we go. Oh, Narita by Riot as well. Fuck that. Album. Yeah. That album. Alice Cooper, Pretties for You. That is my own. Yeah. Um it's look at I, I I I wouldn't say uh, I hate it because I kinda get it because right. of the time period it's from, but yeah, um no, I don't like it as an album cover. It's a it was a bad idea for them to do. They should have yeah. just done a picture of the band or something. Right. Black flag, my war. Well, if we, I, 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 I love my war. If I was going to pick a black flag cover, I'd go with what the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit, you're right. But that's not real. Yeah. Black flag. Whatever. It's still called Black Flag, and it's still the worst album cover. <laughs> All right. Are we done I, here? Oh, I- Follow up to Damage though. Damage is an awesome album cover. Just the dude fucking punching out the mirror. Yeah, I like oh, Damage. I just I always loved my war because that puppet looks so insane and it's got that mm. big ass knife. But, cool. yeah. I don't know. I think he looks like a Dilbert character. <laughs> mm. Like if you zoomed in on it. It's a little too sinister to be Dilbert. Uh, it reminds me of the uh, Bruce Dickinson uh, accident of birth puppet. Yeah, it does look a lot like that, actually. Yeah. Oh, honorable we- mention, Whiplash, Power and Pain. That album cover is fucking wacky. I don't even know what that is either. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look That's... it up, Wade. It's, it's fucking stupid looking. It's the too pain. good of an album. <clears throat> Yeah, I I love that record, but that cover does not look good. No, it's fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, with the yes, okay, yes, I've seen this. One of the best lo-fi thrash yeah. albums I've ever heard. About. Yeah. That's a big hand. 
I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. All right. Well, anything else? Nuclear assault, something wicked this way comes. All right, I didn't really mean you to, to keep going. Oh, yeah, end. that that would have been my honorable mention if I, I like had to go to bed one. The Don album cover, Handle with Care, was a great uh, album. Or at least watch one more episode of that. Survives the best one they like ever had. Oh, that I one in Game Over. I thought yeah. it was my favorite from them for album covers. All right. Lou, where can we hear your podcast, Music is Life? Exclusively on the Rat Salad Review Network. You could also find it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Spreaker, and Podbean. And once again... Uh, thank you, Wayne, for having me as part of the network. Really proud to be a part of it. As always, Greg, it's a pleasure. Nate, it was nice meeting Good you. Seeing you, Lou. And uh, love doing this. Looking forward to doing it again. Thank you for having me. A lot shorter next thank time. Thank you, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Entry the Ramones. Just to mention that again. <laughs> All, All of them well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bed. No. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Review.com. Bye. What? <laughs>